You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. talking with two of the three ladies behind The Grove and Clementine, one of my favorite boutiques ever that is located in Winter Park, Florida, but also has an amazing shoppable website too. The Grove carries my favorite brands for clothing, decor, and accessories, and these ladies just opened their second store and website, Clementine, where you can find beautiful pieces for tabletop, entertaining, and registry. Before we get into the episode, though, I want to remind you that you can shop the Preppy Podcast merch always at thepreppypodcast.com, where I recently added limited edition sneakers with styling brunette and sweatsuits. All of these designs are limited edition, so shop them before they go into the vault. One more housekeeping news. If you're an influencer listening, Pitch Peak Profit is now live on Peaked PR. It's an online course teaching influencers how to pitch and set up collaborations with brands and businesses. It's full of insider knowledge from me working in PR for almost 10 years and setting up and receiving these types of pitches. Sign up now at peakedpr.com. Now let's get started with the interview. All right, ladies, tell everyone who you are, where you live, and what you do. Um, I am Amanda and I am here with my business partner, Meredith. We are in Winter Park, Florida, which is just north of Orlando. And we have got one store and are preparing to open a second. So exciting. Our first store, The Grove, has been open for almost seven years now. And then Clementine, the new edition, is seven days away. I love the name Clementine. I think it's so cute and it's perfect for you guys. <laughs> so now tell me about both of you growing up. Like, are you both from Winter Park originally? Where are you from? What was it like growing up? Were you creative? Were you interested in fashion and decor? Uh, tell me a little bit about your childhoods. Um, okay. So mine is usually the complicated one. So I, I have now lived in Florida longer than I have lived anywhere, but I was born in Saudi Arabia and grew up in the Middle East and in Europe, traveling around. I'm an American by birth. Um, Both my parents are Americans, but they have just worked outside the United States since the 70s. And so I went to boarding school in the States. I went to college in the States. I went to grad school in France. um, And then I eventually landed in Florida. And I have to say, I love it here. It is a great little place. And Winter Park is a fabulous town. My experience is just slightly different. (laughs) I grew up in South Florida, moved out to Colorado for a while, um, and then went to boarding school in New Hampshire. A bunch of kids from my boarding school go to Rollins, and so I went there, and that is how I have ended up in Winter Park, fell in love with the town. I got married and raising children here, and this is our home and where we will stay for the foreseeable future. So cool. Winter Park is gorgeous for anyone listening who hasn't visited. They have to go and check out your stores. Um, wait, so Amanda, can you speak multiple languages then? I just... Um, I I can muddle through some things poorly. I can understand better than I can speak because I have now been in the States 
so long. Um, but at one point I had some bad French and some bad Italian. Um, <laughs> most of the business is conducted in English. So I am lucky that I was born a native English speaker because yeah. otherwise it would have been a real challenge. <laughs> Um, okay, so now you mentioned, uh, Meredith, that you studied at Rollins, and Amanda, you talked a little bit about studying and then uh, studying in France, too. So talk to me about your college career. Like, what did you study? Did it have anything to do with fashion or decor or entrepreneurship? Uh, tell me a little bit about your college life. Yeah, this is actually kind of funny. Both Meredith and I were political science majors, um, oh. Which, yes. And so actually, both of us went into work in politics directly from college. Um, I lasted one political season before, like, the crushing guilt got to me, and I moved into the nonprofit sphere to try and atone for all my sins. Um, <laughs> but then I wasn't able to actually afford to live. So I started working part time for some luxury brands. And so while I was fundraising for the March of Dimes or for small colleges, I also was working at Coach, or at Louis Vuitton, I've worked for Tiffany and Company, all of that to sort of subsidize my full-time job. Um, so it was not necessarily the path that I studied for, but it's how I got there eventually. Um, again, yes, I was a political science major. I worked um, on a campaign. I went out to Iowa, worked on the caucuses, followed that around came back to Florida, finished up school. And at the time I was working in a small family owned boutique on Park Avenue and just sort of really enjoyed the daily interaction of, you know, still people and something new every day and enjoyed it. Went to work for corporate retail. Um, I started my corporate retail career with Jim McLaughlin, like, but you know, a national brand, but still, small family owned at that point um it gave me a lot of freedom and trust with the store here but so it was a nice hybrid between corporate retail and a family environment um from there i left and went to lily for eight years loved my time at lily and then it was just sort of time to take the next steps and so then the girl was born I love that. I didn't realize you guys both were in politics to start your career. I actually was as well. I, when I graduated college, it was like a big political year. So it was hard finding a regular job, but in politics, I did communications um, yeah. for a few campaigns. Yeah. So that's funny. <laughs> you have to have a real like gut for it. And I, you know, not a lot bothers me, but I had to, I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> that are applicable. You have to be able to talk to different people people sort of get to know them quickly and what they like and some of that still rings pretty true to retail I mean customers walk in they need a gift they need an outfit like you have to find out their style and where they're going and what they want to look like within minutes mm-hmm and it, they both need social skills. Like you need to be able to talk with people and network and um, get to know someone like you're saying. So I definitely can see there is some overlap there. Yeah, the business is people. <laughs> so now talk to me about the Grove. How did that come about? When, why, how? Um, so the Grove came about in 2014. There's actually a third one of us who's not on this podcast. Her name is Emily. And she and I were friendly and her husband and he is a real creative guy, likes to sort of, he's very entrepreneurial. And I had small children at the time and corporate retail wasn't 
providing like the best work-life balance and I sort of needed a new challenge. So truly the Grove was hatched while our children played in the baby pool and we had a glass of wine and sort of hatched it out. And a few months later, um, Emily's husband Zane found us a space, built it out. We were open within eight months, I think, of kind of the first conception or conversation that we had about it. Um, Amanda and I had worked together at Lily and the girl was growing and awesome. And she was working part-time and then with the full-time manager. And we just have always worked really well together. We're sort of the yin to each other's yang. Um, neither of us ever wanted. Yes. <laughs> um, balance. We certainly come at things from complete opposite ends of the spectrum, but oddly enough, we end up in the same spot. We just take different routes to get there. So she came on board in as an owner as well. And then we have been running that ship for quite a few years now. Um, and then we came up with the idea for the next iteration. I love that. So now for those listening who might not know The Grove, describe that to everyone. And, you know, now it's a website as well. So talk to me a little bit about that for people who may not be familiar, like what your offerings are um, and all of that good stuff. It's funny because we talk about this all the time, but we still have yet to come up with like a really cohesive way to describe (laughs) it. But I think one thing that we throw out a lot is like, it's a little Palm Springs, it's a little Palm Beach. So like there's some golden shiny things. There's some like mod Jonathan Adler. And then there's some really preppy, like we love a caftan. We love a pink and green. We love a great print. So it's got a little bit of the glitz. And then it's got a little bit of that like core classic look. We are girls that love color and fun and happy. It is, but the environment of being in the Grove, and we do have a website and we encourage you all to check it out. Um, but it's like shopping in your girlfriend's closet with a glass of wine. There's like a little bit of everything for that night she wants to go out or, you know, like if she's having a fabulous friends over for cocktails or, you know, it's just a little bit of everything with a glass of wine thrown in. So we offer home furnishings. We offer great gifts that, you know, we would want to give and receive. And then we've got apparel of all sorts of genres there's art on the walls we have some orchid vendors that are in our store and they do an orchid pop-up every tuesday fine jewelry we have fine jewelry through lauren so like there is a little bit of everything and it's a very homey environment our new building allows for we do tons of pop-ups we have some great outdoor space so we'll host a yoga class or a bar class we've had bourbon tastings with cigars so you never really know what you're going to get at the Grove. Well, and it's so funny because at market, you see these people come with these elaborate sales plans and they're going to buy like this number of pants. And Meredith and I just wander around and we're like, oh, that's shiny. We like that. Or like, oh, that's pretty. Let's get some of those. So sometimes our offerings are completely different. You know, like we never carried art supplies until the pandemic. And now we sell these really fabulous paint by number kits. We just sort of, if we see something and we're drawn to it and we think it has a home, we try it and that's- you know your customers it's not necessarily like a formula on an excel sheet it's just you know your girl there are no excel sheets yes and we <laughs> is a town of thirty thousand people and we travel across the country and do pop-ups so we have sort of found our people in vero or in milwaukee or we've been to lake forest or we kind of go all the ocean reef like we go to a bunch of people places 
So we're able to find our people there too, or we're enough there people. And, you know, it all seems to work. We're definitely not for everyone. And we're not trying to be like, you know, and we like to shop at other retail stores and, you know, not everything can come from us, but we definitely have a lane and a vibe more than we have a niche or like a pigeonhole. And we shop. 24 hours a day like there is not a day that goes by where meredith and i are not scouring for new products on instagram online at shows out in the world and like sending each other stuff it is full-time finding things that we think our customers are going to be delighted with definitely you guys do a great job it's almost like i don't want to say that you guys are a mini department store because i feel like but in the fact that you have so many different offerings but your girl is so specific and you find the coolest products i have to say i love shopping obviously i'm not down there in winter park but online or whenever i visit and one of my other favorite parts is it smells amazing in there and i you guys sell your scent um so i have that for my home but that's Something I step into the store and I'm like, oh my gosh, you just want to hang out and stay I there. <laughs> yes. And we have chairs for that and bars for that and TVs for that. That is the vibe you want. Like bring your dog. Mine's there. Like bring your kids. Mine are probably there. Like <laughs> it should feel homey and warm, not just transactional. Like yep. this is a community. We are part of it. We want to share in your lives. You know, we certainly, our lives intersect with all of our customers. So like, they can come and be just visit or pop by or see without it feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to buy something or I don't or, you know, so. No, you guys do a great job and and it's beautiful too, to look at. So, so now, um, let's talk a little bit about Clementine. Like what was the idea behind that? The inspiration, like why did you decide to open a second store? (laughs) Um, We have tried it before. We did a seasonal pop-up down in Vero and that was great, but it was just like a little too far away. And, you know, I think Amanda and Emily and I always knew we wanted to grow and maybe not sure in which direction. I think we both have a love for tabletop. Amanda's got, you know, lots of fine china that's been passed down through lots of generations. And I sort of like to mix old and she likes things that are a little bit like funkier and more cool. So we sort of knew and it was something that we loved. And then this space became available and we just sort of, again, I think Amanda agreed or acquiesced. I'm not sure what the term is on Memorial day. And here we are September 24th opening. Like we sort of wow. had an idea in our mind and it is hard to knock us off track. I mean, we have built 2000 products for this store in three weeks like we yes once we decide to do something we're just like all right we're in might as well like go all the way I love that that's kind of my attitude too so now how did you decide then like what products to bring in and buy for the store I've been keeping up on social media as you guys have gone to different markets and have been buying for it but tell me a little bit about that about like what you were looking for what your customers were looking for and what you're hoping that they'll find them when they shop there so we had some tabletop at the Grove, but we were ne- never able to put it together in a way that felt like enough for us. Mm-hmm. Like we had some cheese boards, we had some like cheese knives with some placemats, but in order to like really set a beautiful table, have a great party, you know, entertain the way that people want to, 
Like we just needed to offer them more. And so we started with the core stuff we had at the Grove and we sort of went out from there. Like, all right, if you've got great cheese boards, what else do you need? Great. We've, now we've got these like charcuterie note pads. Now we've got wine, which is going to be super fun for us. Now we've got these great big resin salad bowls to put on your buffet. Now we've got, you know, paper table runners to do your tables. So we are trying to have a good mix of fine china, which has its place. And I think people are using more often, but mm -hmm. also every day. But even we're sitting in Clementine chatting with you. And as I look around the store, listening to Amanda, when I can see the product, you can see each of us sort of represented and like some is like a little bit more modern and kind of cool and groovy. And that's definitely like an Amanda vibe, like a little bit <laughs> There is really formal fine china, which is sort of the flip side of Amanda. And then Emily loves like anything that's gold and shiny and Baccarat butterflies and harem tchotchkes and you know, figurines. And then I like the things with color and ripples and waves and bamboo and bows. And, you know, so when I even sitting here, like, it's just sort of, you know, we've got a little bit of everything. I mean, yes, if you want a beautiful hand painted and a weatherly cash bow that you're going to pass down from generations, like we are happy to give you that. But if you also want this, like, really cool espresso cup that Amanda found that are glass and, you know, very neat. Like we've got that, some men's gifting, silly gurgle pods that are in fish shapes. I mean, they, we just kind of, it's eclectic, but it all somehow seems to pull together. And we Definitely. want to teach people how to use the stuff that they have at home because all of us have you know, obviously we all have dish and stuff, but a lot of us have China from our families and all that, but to integrate like with a great accent plate, with a new tablecloth, with some funky flatware, and you can use the stuff that you've accumulated thus far to mix and match something that feels authentic to you, but also is like fun and new too. Yeah, give things new life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now did I see you guys are going to offer um, like wedding gift registry there as well? Sure are. We have our first couple registered on our site, which is super fun. And she, I have to say, is like a dream first couple to do this with. And the gal is a fine china aficionado. And so as we are learning this business, like she was teaching us a lot, which is great. But it's nice to see that there is still that cadre of brides that are reaching for fine china and they mm -hmm. want to have you know, a little bit of formality, and then they want to find ways to integrate it into their everyday lives, too. She yeah. came in, Patricia, to register, and it just, to be a part of, like, this very meaningful thing in their lives and how excited they were with each other, like, I get teary as a mom thinking about oh. it. Like, it was the sweetest part of my new job that I never knew was going to happen. Like, it was such a lovely experience to be a part of. And I am super excited to like be able to share in this day that, you know, this family has built around changing their family, their children's lives. So like they will go out of the world, they will look at this, they will, I got this at Clementine, they will hopefully cherish it. And then one day hand it down to their children. I love that. And so you can do that online too. You don't have to be local, right? Everybody's going to cry because I look forward to that experience with my daughter. And like, I'm so excited that we get to be the place for that in somebody else's life. 
Oh, that is so precious. And you can do that online though too, right? You don't have to just be my registry. So it's that universal thing. Okay. Vendors, but mm -hmm, just online. And I like that because, you know, so many people register at these big department stores and box stores, but it's like, there's no, like, you don't get to meet the person that you're like registering at their store. Whereas this is so much more personal, I feel like, and it's just so much warmer. And we're going to help them mix and match things like a little bit of fine, a little bit of every day. We're going to open a bottle of champagne. We're going to like get some photos from them. We're going to talk about their day with them for a long time and also what they want their home to look like and how we can help them, you know, make that vision come true. And then that's nice too, because if they wanted then for Christmas or, you know, a year or two down the line to add to their collection, you guys already know what they have and like what you can mix and match with that. For sure. And we also, you know, own a business that does great gifting and apparel and all of that. So like we can help them there. And then Emily, our third partner, owns a fine jewelry store. So like if you need to buy your band, like we will walk you through this whole situation. (laughs) That is so cool. So now how have you guys spread the word over the years, both for The Grove and now starting Clementine? Like you guys have an amazing Instagram, first of all. So was that like the key to your success or was it? Um... I think when The Grove started, Instagram, like I am, I'm old. So like <laughs> I started The Grove, Instagram was sort of like just a part of my life. Like, of course I used it and was aware, but wasn't really using it for my business in the way that, you know, it has taken off now. So I think we started like everybody else with print media and, you know, press releases and then Instagram. Well, it was even really more Facebook and and then it was Instagram. And now, you know, Pinterest is such a big market and we certainly love to work in print with local magazines, especially. So we just try to use a mix of all the tools available to us. I think social media gets such a bad rap, but there are, nothing is all good or all bad. Like I think that there are a lot of beneficial things and fun ways to interact with people that like would not know about you or you them. And we find a ton of vendors. So, I mean, we'll talk to you. We'll talk about it any way we can. Yeah. And I think, you know, also the community that you guys have, too, is kind of a great way you spread the word as well as, you know, people shopping and then bringing their friends and telling people to go there is a great uh, reference for you guys. Well, and we support a lot of local charity events and all of that. If we are invited, we show up. And so we are at a lot of fundraisers and donate to a lot of organizations for silent auctions and gift baskets and all that kind of stuff. So we like to, you know, this is where we live. We want to be in front of people and help people and I think a lot of people are happy to support businesses that support their causes definitely now what has been your guys's greatest success like what is something that you're really proud of or was really exciting that you got to do in terms of your business I mean I think our new building was probably a real turning point for us we were off of Park Avenue which is like the main shopping drag in our small town um and our lease was coming up and it was just a sort of what are you going to do moment and luckily emily and zane um sort of went away for the weekend and came back with this insane plan and said it to us and we were like okay and zane of z properties he is beyond wildly talented so he owned a building 
that our little store used to be a food mart. Yeah, it's it like has, a dilapidated convenience store. And oh. we share the building and upstairs are a bunch of Freemasons. And it's worked incredibly well. And I think everyone sort of thought we were crazy. But Zane, again, has this vision and foresight. And we've put our little future in his hands. And, you know, but the growth, like, I think I'm most proud that we just keep moving forward. Yeah. Like it just, we have been really blessed. A lot of people support us. They take good care of us. We try to take good care of them, but we just good, bad, or indifferent. We do not stop. We just keep trying to move forward. I love that. Now on the flip side to that, then what has been your greatest challenge? Like, was it going through the pandemic or, um, is it just like these growth sort of things, figuring them out? Like what's the hardest part with business? Um, well, the both delightful and terrifying part of small business is that you're just sort of making it up as you go along and there's not yeah. corporate support because we come from backgrounds of corporate retail. Like at Louis Vuitton, if you need something, you just use your Louis Vuitton credit card and then it's just <laughs> And like here, when we need something, we use our personally backed American Expresses. And then at the end of the month we go, oh my God, we have to pay this enormous American Express bill. Like let's really gin up something that creates a lot of excitement. So it's just this perpetual cycle of staying on top of things and always feeling like you're behind the eight ball. But then at night when you like turn the lights off and you go home, you're like, wait a second, we like made a bunch of money and people were thrilled and there's good reviews online and everybody's happy and they're tagging us wearing their growth product. And Maybe we're actually good at it. And then you go to sleep and you wake up and you repeat the terrifying part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just an uncertainty. And especially we've learned in the last year and a half, there's uncertainty in the world. And it's just navigating it and helping other people navigate it. Yeah. In the last November, when we got to be back open, because our state was open, we hosted 12 days of pop-ups to give other small businesses the opportunity to get in front of buyers that were looking for ways to support small business but didn't know how to find them or they didn't have a brick and mortar or you know they couldn't physically go there because maybe their city or state or town wasn't you know open or it wasn't safe and we have these outside like it's you know we all just have to like help react to the uncertainty and people have certainly helped us along the way and you know we have needed it and i think try to give it back but i think you just never know what tomorrow brings the yeah. pandemic, luckily for our business, I mean, did it have an impact? Absolutely. But like, we have a strong online business. We have very strong local contingent. Like, people do not mind, and we do not mind people texting us and saying, do you have this? I need a gift. I need something for this. We will drop things off on yeah. your doorstep. You don't have to come in. You know, we try to... Yeah. And we've got good space. So we have big, huge French doors on both sides of our building. So we were able to open the door and have fresh air and like feel safe. And we, we definitely had a different pandemic experience than a lot of people did mm -hmm. for which we're very grateful. Yeah. That makes sense. So now who or what inspires you guys, like in terms of either business or just like aesthetic and design or um, anything, like where do you guys get inspiration from? I mean, we're both online constantly yeah and i think everywhere i mean i think there is in the last five years like there are a lot of people really creative people getting out there and doing things and because of things like social media you have access to see 
how talented people really are and find new brands and new vendors to work with and, you know, just see what's out in the world. So I feel inspired by somebody almost daily. Like there's just a lot of very cool, interesting niche stuff out in the world. You just have to go looking for it. Well, yeah. and I'd say we also are maybe like a little overconfident in our abilities too. So we will see things and we're like, we can totally do that. And so, like, and sometimes we do. And sometimes we do. Well, well. But sometimes, <laughs> like, there was someone who wanted like a cute printed bicycle, and we we're like, we can do that. So I we, remember the bicycle. Right. Yes, we did a plain interior. Like, we're just sort of like, yeah, like I've got YouTube and the internet. I could probably figure this out. And so, it's very rare that we say no. <laughs> we're just like, sure, we'll buy a laser. What is yeah. wrong? That's my motto. I think as an entrepreneur, you kind of have to have that, like, say yes and figure it out later. There's a lot of that. Uh, So who would your dream customer be? Like, I'm talking celebrity or influencer or maybe like icon. Like, who would your dream one be? Oh, my God. I would love to see Michelle Obama in like a jaunty Gretchen Scott dress. (laughs) (laughs) You would fit her beautifully. I, yeah, I don't know that I have one. I think the list would be so many because I do think that like, again, I just think there are so many like interesting and cool people doing such neat things that like, I don't know that I could whittle it down. As no, I think like 20 people I want to send stuff to. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, luckily our customers that are our customers now are also a lot of times like our friends. And so mm-hmm. they're sort of our dream customers in terms of like, we pick something up and we're like, this would be so perfect for Nicole. This would be so perfect yeah. for Sean. And like, then we called, I mean, they're getting the sort of stylist treatments that a lot of celebrities are paying a lot of money for because we're just yeah. the dress over to their house that we think is going to be perfect for them. That's perfect. I love that. Now, since this is the Preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you guys? So how would you describe Preppy in these modern times? So I actually own like the original copy of that Preppy handbook that yeah. was sort of like snarkily written way back when, but a lot of it sort of really resonates with me. Meredith and I are both boarding school to small liberal arts college, like small southern town blondes here today (laughs) we have like got a mold and i i mean there is nothing i love more than jeans and a button down and it is basically like my uniform and the iteration and it's like a white jean or a white shirt um but i mean i just think preppy is really just kind of like a classic style and you can take a twist on it but adding color or your own flair i think that that sort of like preppy was like you want to take all this madras and sew it together in really weird ways and wear it as a ship or like on shorts or you know it sort of is like a you know like it's got a little free spirit flair but in a very classic way and you know i think a lot of that's fueled by maybe like a little too many cocktails and always has been when you think of the lily pulitzers or you know the ralph lauren's or where a magistrate commanders yeah like so i guess it's just it's timeless i mean you can it meredith is wearing jeans and a white button down with a ruffle if she showed up 50 years ago it would be fine if she shows up 50 years in the future it'll be just as relevant yeah that's a great answer i love that and yes you can't go wrong with a button down (laughs) 
So now what is one tip that you guys have for entertaining? Like if you could share one tip for entertaining with everyone, what's your go-to? Um, me, I am a person who loves a jaunty monogram. So all of my napkins in my home are monogrammed and I have like different themed ones. Like I have the Schumacher, like Japanese influence ones, and they have like a bamboo monogram on them. I really love customization to dress as a tabletop. And I think it makes a huge difference. So I would say monogram your linens. Um, for me, entertaining, again, it's more of a vibe. So like, I like to come with like a different plan. Get as much done as early as you can. Have an outfit that you feel like you look great in. And so by the time that event comes, like you are ready and you feel good. So you're having fun because then I think your guests will have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to be relaxed. Up and running around and all frantic and like it doesn't matter how beautiful it all looks. Like people you, feel that energy. People want to feel your energy, and that's when you can like play with fun dishes or your very cold linens. Because if you approach it a little bit ahead of a time, like then they can appreciate it because everybody's just like a little bit more calm, a little bit more relaxed, and just can take in the whole experience. Yeah, that's one where you guys show up. Yes. now what about one tip for decorating like and decorating with color maybe or decorating with pattern because you guys do a lot of that like what's one tip for that well I think a lot of people maybe are a little hesitant to bring some bold patterns into their like big core pieces their sofas all that way you can change out your pillows and your throws all that way. The same way you change out your jewelry. Like today you feel like having a pop of hot pink and you get a great hot pink throw and some velvet pillows and all of that. If tomorrow you feel like something completely different, just put them in a closet and put out something else. Like you don't have to stay married to what you buy. You can switch things out in a way that feels seasonally or event appropriate. So like, it's not forever and be true to who you are. Like if you love something, love it and do it. Don't get something else because you've seen it 1000 times mm-hmm. on the internet. Like everybody loves this, you know, Regency Palm from the Beverly Hills hotel, but it doesn't speak to me, but I'm going to put it up anyway. Like be true to who you are and find a way to like, if you work with a designer, like find that relationship that works. So you can kind of be bold, but in your, in a way that feels authentic. It's your home. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that 100%. Now, this is going to be a hard question, but what is each of your favorite pieces right now on the Grove and then Clementine's website? Like if you had to pick one from each that's your favorite currently, what is it? Ooh, that is tough. Um, Clementine, I would say we have some Kim Siebert napkins and napkin rings that I think are just the most beautiful things. There's these like birds, there's these crazy oversized starburst napkin rings. They are so pretty. Um, Grove, I'm really liking the new CK Bradley delivery and yes. the Oliphant maxi dress that I have to say. I, I, half at home already with the tags on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am such a CK Bradley girl, so I should have like answered before Amanda. There is a maxi skirt that is fall transitional that I just think is so great. Again, I'm going to pair it with a white button down. I'm sure somebody much cooler than I would style it a little bit differently, but I love that they're sort of classic preppy, but like very much with a twist. It's mm-hmm. all like great patterns 
great fabrics. Um, lately, I've also been obsessed with all the farm Rio that's coming in. It's so good for us. It's got color, but it's in cotton and breathable while our temperatures are still hot. So I have a couple of their dresses that I've taken home to my closet. Um, and in the, um, in the Clementine, the Anna Weatherly, like colored gold rim chargers that you can mix and match all the China that you already have. It's whimsical, it's preppy, it's bright, it's playful, but it's classic. And they, I just, they just make my heart sing. Ooh, I like have to go on and look at all these pieces. Yeah, no more <laughs> so now, obviously, you guys are launching Clementine, um, your physical brick and mortar store soon. But anything else that like people should look out for, like any sneak peeks, anything that's coming up next, um, I mean, whether that's like a delivery or an event you guys so are doing on our on the growth social media we post new things twice a day and then we always story sort of what's coming we try to film from market as much as we can to let people see what's coming in the future also see what trends are like that we are seeing out in the marketplace um clementine also we are doing a lot of fun giveaways because we are new so that is always fun to see some new brands, maybe win a fun prize. Um, so that's sort of kind of what we've got coming down the tracks right now. We are going back to traveling. So for all of our customers that are in South Florida or in Wisconsin, like we are hitting the road and packing this up and taking it out. And so hopefully we will add some more cities. I also want to say it's not live yet, but it will be this week. We are doing a special collaboration with Hibiscus House. Oh. And she does this amazing lacquered furniture. And she dropped off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces for us. It's gorgeous. Patricia, it is right up your alley. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That will all go live this week. But she does these Sherwin-Williams colors. I've got a watery blue one in Clementine that is so stunning, but I mean, I've got pink end tables and navy and great mirrors, um, but she did them just for us. And so we are really excited to have. And like, she's out of Mountain Brook and just, but she grew up here in Winter Park. Like we are always trying to like support new businesses, work with people that we know, or maybe don't even know yet, but yes, her furniture is really special. So we are excited to always be working on new collaborations and new ideas. Awesome. Well, thank you, ladies. So now my final question is, where can people find you? Like, let everyone know both of the website addresses and social media handles. Um, And, you know, you guys are obviously in Winter Park. So if they're local, they can stop by too. Yes. So online, The Grove is thegrovewp.com. And Instagram is at the Grove WP. We are on basically every platform. I mean, you can find us on Pinterest, on Facebook, on we're trying TikTok. I can't think <laughs> about it, but like we are <laughs> dancing around on the internet. <laughs> then our store is on Pennsylvania Avenue in Winter Park. The new store, Clementine, also on Pennsylvania Avenue, is clementinewp.com. And the Instagram is at shop. Clementine WP. So awesome. I know. And we're Pinterest there too. Like we're just trying to be in front of you in as many places as we possibly can. Cause I know people spend their time at different corners of the internet and we want to be there too. Yep. Well, thank you. I loved because it all comes fueled with maybe a little too much wine. Starts with <laughs> coffee and ends with too much wine. 
So fun. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. This was so much fun learning more about cutting voice again. I know we miss seeing your face. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 